hey guys, I'm home for the holidays. And uh, guess what? As I was digging through my hard drives, I actually found footage from one of the very earliest things I shot for my show that I never fully released. I think because I was going to put in a million clips and I just never had the time to do it. But as one of my friends suggested, well, well, what was suggested, uh, I'm tired. Uh, why don't you just, uh, you know, release some of these things as uncut and just have the full discussion. Thus, uh, that's how some of the podcasts came into being. And uh, without further ado, here's me talking in this background in my childhood home about my favorite Christmas movies um, with Joe Ascaratus and Heather McLaren. So here's an old unreleased blast from the past. Um, if you're listening to this on iTunes, you can't see my beautiful slash disgusting face, whichever you think. And if you're watching it on YouTube, you can listen to it on iTunes, you know, under uh, SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts under YPA Reviews. Oh, I almost forgot to mention, if the audio uh, doesn't sound quite clean, well, <laughs> we didn't quite record it properly back then, which is why I have this big, ridiculous external external microphone right here. Yeah, this looks silly, but it sounds clean as hell and is beautiful. So, uh, <laughs> having said that, uh, turn up the audio a little bit if you can't quite hear everything uh, very clearly. Okay? Come on. I, I, was, I was just starting everything back then. Okay. Uh, enjoy! Hello, everybody, and welcome to You'll Probably Agree. We've been gone for a long time, but now we're back for the holidays. Home for the holidays. With me is Heather McLaren, and... With me is Joe. How do you say your last name? Ascaritas. Ascaritas. I'm not really sure how you got that from that, but all right, let's go for it. I like his better. (laughs) Okay, so today, in light of the holiday spirits, we're going to talk about our favorite Christmas films. So, Heather, what is your favorite Christmas film? Oh, God, I have a lot of favorite Christmas movies. It's almost hard to choose. Um... I figured I'd talk about some older movies for reasons. I don't know. Let's see. I have with me here, It's a Wonderful Life, which is... Classic. Absolutely classic. You know, James Stewart, Donna Reed. I'm reading the names off the cover because I'm blanking on the actual names of other people. It's in black and white, it's which makes it immediate classic. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, I really, I really do love this movie. It's very... I don't know, it's very, it's, you know, the movie they used to play every year after Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving parade, mm-hmm. and you all sit down and watch it with a family, and there's very much sure. a sense of home about it, and then you actually watch the movie, and while it's, at times, incredibly dark, mm. like, yeah. his life is not... Well, it, like, could attempt suicide. Well, yeah, so he attempts yeah. suicide, and his life really is, like, he achieves none of his dreams, and... Mm-hmm. It really is kind of a movie about adjusting your expectations, but it also is a movie about how life throws strange curves your way, and mm-hmm. at times it can be better than you expect. So I, I don't forget the underlying message of communism and socialism. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. everyone knows that Chapra was a huge socialist. Absolutely, indeed. Yes, socialist or communist? It didn't matter back then. <laughs> they were one and <laughs> yeah. the same. They yeah. kind of just categorized them all as one. Yeah. There's there's a big difference between the two that our local politics sometimes screw up. No doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yes. they just find red. The, the <laughs> funny thing with uh, Wonderful Life is, technically, it's not really a Christmas film up until the very end. Right. You know, no, it's like not. the last half hour is Christmas. The rest of it 
It's about other things. It's just because he's running down the street yelling Merry Christmas. But even so, it's like, I can't watch that movie unless it's December, you know, or late November. And otherwise, it's like, oh, I can watch just A Wonderful Life, but it's July right now, you know? I'll just watch Born on Fourth of July and see Tom Cruise roll around. See, I remember, yeah, I had to watch this in one of my classes at, like, September, and I was just like, oh, this is weird, it feels wrong the whole time. Yeah. Well, exactly. But no, it was it's it's a great film and if there if for some bizarre horrible reason you haven't seen it yet, what is wrong with you? Go watch it right now. You should just don't do that. Yeah. Um actually I remember in eighth grade our our principal made us watch this movie because he said it was a crime if we hadn't seen it yet. Wow. So He loves his Capricorn. He does. So thank you, Mr. <laughs> Farnsworth. You're a classy man. Yeah. Any other films? Obviously, a lot of other great old Christmas movies is the original Miracle on 34th Street, which I love. Um, mm -hmm. Another great old Christmas movie is White Christmas with um, Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye. Yeah. And Danny Kaye's always fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. Ever since he's been dancing with Danny fucking Kaye! Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. that from? <laughs> Christmas Vacation. Oh, yeah! Never, oh, okay. I, I, yeah. I haven't seen that for a long time. That's yeah. Great line. It is a great line. I remember as a little kid, I knew who Danny Kay was because I saw a biography of him on TV and nobody else knew who he was. I remember I went to the local video store uh, in the neighborhood I grew up in and, I'm, and I went, do you have any Danny Kay movies? And they're like, who? <laughs> yeah. And then eventually, I think I got something called The Jester or something like that. Oh, and Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, he actually uh, had the a starring. Jester, he think. had a starring role. Yeah. Oh, Danny oh. had a bunch of starring roles back. Interesting. I thought he was a supporting actor. Yeah. He was a big deal. No, okay. just most people know him from White Christmas, you know. And then there, there was the deleted scene where uh, some of the kids uh, came to uh, visit um, Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye, and Bing Crosby bring bring out a giant ruler and okay, started let's beating not. them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Let's not do this, Mike. Are you sure it was a ruler? Uh, there might have been more. Yeah. I think I think it was like the severed head of Rudolph. Wow. And he just started hitting him with it. You know, because they, they didn't bring him his eggnog on time. So you're really a fan of Bing Crosby then, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he started wearing blackface and dancing with them. Alright, so there was this other movie that I do also like called <laughs> Holiday Inn. Uh, which is actually the movie that uh, The Song White Christmas was written for. Um... And actually, I, I think that the Holiday Inn Hotel chains were also named for this movie. And it is a very good film. It's Bing Crosby, Fred Astaire. They don't often play in the holidays nowadays because there is a blackface thing in it that's incredibly, incredibly screwed up. Abraham, the song. Yeah. And the song, it's about Abraham Lincoln. It's, right. it's Yeah, it's, it's about weird. the freedom of slaves, yet it's being sung by two actors. Bing Crosby, one of them, and some lady. Actually, and, I, I don't know the actress's name in the film. Yeah. She never became really huge, Much, I don't yeah. think. yeah. And they, they, they sang in blackface, so... But it, it did come out in 1942, and, and yeah. I mean, they, at, even though it's like unacceptable even then, um, it's, <laughs> it's, it's still, you know, you can, you can kind of get a feel for how the times were. Right. Mm -hmm. That was acceptable. I mean, what else could have been acceptable? It's just, yeah, sick. And aside from that, it is a really interesting movie because it's it's fun always watching uh, Bing Crosby play off against somebody else really talented and Fred Astaire more than makes it, it's incredible in this film. Mm -hmm. um, and they really do play off the whole like the fact that he's more famous for singing and he's like a famous dancer and they have this they're very combative with each other. They compete for like several of the same women. It's it's an interesting film. Interesting, yeah, definitely one to see. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. As long as you can 
get the unrated director's cut. Well, th- maybe don't. It's not that yeah. necessary to see the unrated director's <laughs> cut. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty bad. <laughs> you could see that with Bing Crosby and Blackface, and he beats his children when they're unconscious. He puts Blackface on them, too. That'd be interesting, Mike. <laughs> You're very, very, very big fan of Bing Crosby. It, Bing Crosby used to call, will you ever read his son's book called Going My Own Way? I've never read the book, no. I, mm. I know what's in the book. He called his kid my fat-ass kid because he had a weight problem to other people. Yeah. This is what... He Christmas. said that in public, wow. Yeah. Christmas. So, that's what breaks Christmas together with the family. <laughs> Bing Crosby and beating his children. Yes, and calling indeed. him my fat-ass kid. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Okay. Joe, new guy. <laughs> new guy, yeah. Well, um, since I'm new, I wanted to uh, please the fans and go with a hometown favorite, one that was filmed here, uh, also uh, written by a local as well. It was written by John Hughes, directed by Chris Columbus, and that would be Home Alone, starring Macaulay Culkin, and I don't think we really need to know, but Daniel Stern, who was amazing, Joe Pesci, and a little snippet from a man named John Candy, who is my personal favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, everything about this movie is all about Christmas. There's really um, no moment where it loses that that kind of holiday flair. And it, you know, and on top of that, it's got you know really good uh, underlying messages. You, you know, for um, you, you know being together during the holidays. You know, there's a couple of scenes where. You know, they kind of focus on the fact that, you know, this kid is all alone during the holidays and it yeah. kind of gets a little dark, but uh, but then, of course, ensues the comic slapstick relief and the next thing you know, Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern probably should have died at least 37 times. Yeah, <laughs> it's very much like a live-action cartoon in a way. Basically, yeah. yeah, although, I mean, some of the screams out of Daniel Stern still, oh my God. I mean, they're still the making me laugh. The best scream oh. from him comes in the second one, actually, like when, when Joe Pesci came out, <laughs> and he screams so loud, you can hear that he made the audio peak <laughs> right. at some point, you know? No doubt. I was thinking more so when the spider lands on his nose, oh. and he screams like a four-year-old little girl. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever laughed so movie. hard, but yeah, yeah, he was he was outstanding in that movie. You and can just tell Joe Pesci's fighting so hard not to swear. Every time. Yeah. And, and when you watch the behind the scenes, they like talk about how he would swear on set and they had to like remind him, hey, this is a kid's film and you know, Macaulay Cogan would be around. Right. <laughs> I want that footage where he's just like, fucking cocksucker, motherfucker! And like Macaulay Cogan's like, just sitting there like, Ugh. Mommy, what's a cocksucker? Doesn't <laughs> matter. Right? She's like, I'll tell you later. <laughs> so, so, yeah, all around. Daddy does. <laughs> All around, just a, a, a great flick. So, yeah. One of my favorites. Oh, Home Alone. Yeah. Who doesn't love Home Alone? Do you have any other films? I, I mean, of course, I have I, I have a lot of other films. Actually, one that doesn't really... It kind of revolves around Christmas, but it's more about just, like, the holiday season in general. Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, Trading Places. Eddie yeah. Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yeah. Probably one of the funniest movies I think I've ever Good seen. Choice. Yeah. And they totally... They totally... You know, there's one scene where he's dressed up as Santa... And you just, you know, you just see Eddie Murphy just like, Hey, Winthorpe! And he's like, <laughs> I don't think there's ever more a classic Santa moment than him, you know, in yeah. that suit and like pulling out the salmon on the bus and like chewing his beard and the salmon at the same time. Yeah. And the woman just like 
should I puke here or should I puke in my purse? I can't really decide, but yeah. I don't want to throw up. <laughs> I had a moment like that a few days ago. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Minus the purse. Um, <laughs> wow. Classy. Very classy. So my favorite Christmas film and also my favorite comedy of all time has got to be National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, Great movie. Great so, flick. As a matter of fact, I don't even like the other National Lampoon's movies. That's a bold statement. Yeah. I'll let you but get away with this it. movie is my favorite comedy of all time. You know, I think because, first off, it's got the Christmas spirit, but every gag is just timed perfectly in it. Sure. You know, the, the, it doesn't it doesn't overstay its welcome with some of its slapstick humor. It doesn't repeat too many of the same jokes. And every time they throw a joke in there, it feels new, it feels fresh, it feels well-timed. And it does kind of tie in nicely to a theme of family, no matter how crazy these people are. These Griswolds, you can kind of see how they do connect together and how they do become a family in the end. And overall, when you watch that, you go, yeah, that was a good Christmas movie and that was a really funny comedy. You know, it was a good lesson in, in the timing of jokes and also in uh, tying everything together with a good theme. Well, and I think it all climaxes right when they're all standing outside and, you know, uh, who whatever aunt starts singing the national anthem and they're yes. just kind of like, all right, yeah, let's go there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I think that kind of just says it all about you that You can definitely about. see the genesis of Chevy Chase's character and it doesn't feel forced in the movie. Yes. Not at all, yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely is Clark W. Griswold. Yeah, you definitely don't feel like that, oh, okay, so this is the cardboard cutout, you know, uh, and grumpy uncle, or the, right. you know, senile grandmother. Like, they have those characters, but they meld in there well. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's just some of the gags are great. One, one gag in there always reminded me of my father, who'd fly off the handle and, like, punch things when... When Clark couldn't get the Christmas lights to go on, yeah, and he gets oh, so yeah. mad, he runs up to the, uh, the to the plastic stand. He starts hitting it with the rain gear hook, <laughs> right. and he like kicks it in the air. <laughs> He's like, "You're pretty right. Oh my god, I remember that. Yeah, all of his meltdowns are just great. Yes, they are. You know? I love it when he's when he's sawing off the tree, and his neighbor's like, "Hey Griswold, where do you think you're gonna put that thing? And he's like, Bend over, I'll show you." And his neighbor's like, "You can't talk to me that way." And he's like, "I wasn't talking to you." Yeah. Standing right there. Yeah, Wayne was standing there. Yeah. Elaine, right. yes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Julie Louise Dreyfus. Oh God. Yeah, pre-Seinfeld, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was pre-Seinfeld. That was pre-SNL, I think even. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was early for her. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it was like right, or right, right as. Yeah, that. maybe that's why she got the, because you know. Yeah. Chevy Lauren was Michaels still involved with Lauren Michaels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they did a lot of blow together. Probably. Oh yeah. And, uh, experience. Yeah. Isn't one of Bill Murray's brothers in it? He plays Clark's dad in the film. Yes, he does. Really? Yeah. I did yeah. not know that. The one who's like Griswold. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, That's right. Bill Murray's cool. brother, not Joel, but the other one. <laughs> Right. And then, uh, I don't know, there's so many greats. I, I could go over all of them. The squirrel getting electrocuted, or just the squirrel, or the cat getting electrocuted. The squirrel, uh, what else is there? Just whatever, oh, whenever Chevy Chase would just lose his shit in oh, the film. Right. I just remember the- Fix the dual post! I just remember him cutting into the turkey, and the turkey just going, Yeah. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> deflating to nothing. It's like- Oh god. When he has that fast tire. times at Richmond High sort of fantasy. Oh. And the really? little girl walks yeah. in and then from her point of view you just see him against the window like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
That's right. Malika oh, Mickey. Movie. Yeah, Malika Licky Maka. The greatest Christmas ever. Hawaiian Christmas Day. That that has to be uh that has to be my number one. I could go on for hours about it. Alright. And now that we talked about our favorite Christmas movies, let's talk about the worst Christmas movies we've seen. Oof. Oh boy. Every studio wants to have a Christmas cash grab, so mm -hmm. there are a lot. Oh. Jingle All the Way is bad, but I feel like we should talk about Jingle All the Way as a group, so I'm going to hold off on that one. Oh my god. And I'm going to talk about Fred Claus. Because Fred Claus... Let's, uh, hang on. Dog's barking. But I think I'm going to go with Fred Claus. Because this yeah. is the movie that made me decide that I just disliked Vince Vaughn as a person. <laughs> Rather than an hey, actor. This is, this I knew about him ever since I knew he went to my high school. Oh, he went to your high school? He went to my high school and he gave a speech there. And when he gave the speech... There's my dog's barking. And when he gave the speech, you could clearly tell that he was either hungover or on something. Because he was just leaning over the microphone. And when you see the tape, his eyes are all watery, like my local cable access tape. And it was at a presentation where all these guys graduated from my high school who uh, all did well for themselves. And all of them had these amazing businesses. Now Vince Vaughn was just like this actor, and he totally fell in the stratosphere of like douchebag Hollywood actor who acted like, yeah, fuck you, I'm here. Oh, really? Yeah. That's not yeah. attractive. No, it's not. See, I, this movie, so it's him, he's Santa's brother, and you know, Santa's having some problems, just Santa's trying to get all his toys made for Christmas, and the guys upstairs, the corporate guys, are all like, you need to get this done. And his asshole brother Fred is just like, oh, let's party with the elves. And it's supposed to be like Fred, you're supposed to think Fred is like very cool and very just laid back. And yeah. Santa's too hard on him. And then he learns his holiday lesson about, but no. I have no sympathy for Vince Vaughn's character. He is a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> and Even worse in real life. In real life. And then you have Paul Giamatti playing Santa and he actually doesn't do a terrible job, but you feel just like, Horrible for this guy the whole time because it's just Vince Vaughn is so terrible. You wonder, movie. yeah, you wonder if Paul Giamatti knew like while they were shooting, God, this is gonna be a fucking awful movie. Yeah, only because like you can kind of like you can catch him at the end of scenes where he he's almost like, are we are we done yet? Please, please. <laughs> he almost just like know? sighs like. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Wait. He gives that look of complete disappointment and shame. You know. <laughs> if I want to make little indie films, I gotta do this. Gotta right? make the bills. Yeah, that's right. It's amazing. I and because it. he's Paul Giamatti, he does try and he actually acquits himself decently, but there's not only so much he can do with something like yeah, this. Exactly. But yeah, it's mainly just Vince Vaughn. Yeah. And when you're opposite an A lister like Vince Vaughn, it's really hard to take the focus away from bad acting and bring it on the, the good. I mean, there's a lot of bad acting. There's a lot of bad... Oh, there's some creepy CGI with the way they do the elves. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember that actor. He's been in a lot of stuff. He was, the main thing I think of him, he was in Arrested Development as that lawyer. Yeah. I don't remember his name. The lawyer? Oh, he was um, like the blues lawyer, but what the, basically what they do is they put like the these actors' heads on yeah. like little bodies. It's the creepiest goddamn thing. Yeah, oh, it wasn't yeah. done with like a lot of money because they realized how bad the movie was going to be, so right. they low-budgeted that. So it's, it's, like very... it's like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory where they made the Oompa Loompas the same actor and you just multiplied him through CGI. 
I think it's even worse because. Did they really do that? Mm hmm. I did not know that. Go on. No, I, I, you mean the uh, Tim Burton version, yeah? Yeah, the, okay. the shitty one. Oh, oh, I thought you meant Willy Wonka the child. I was like, no, oh, wow, yeah, that's a good job. That amount of time, right. yeah. Exactly. Okay. No, but it's just seeing these grown actors' faces who, when you recognize them on all these tiny little bodies, and it's just very, it's very uncanny valley, and I don't like it, I don't like it. <laughs> oh, I just, I dislike Fred Claus intensely. Mm. And. I can tell. Vince Vaughn. Yeah, Vince fucking Vaughn. I used to be okay with him. I liked Wedding Crashers. I mean, he was good in the early days, and then you realized, oh, wow, he's he's a 1D This actor. is all he is. Mm -hmm. This is yeah. all he does, ever. I mean, he's a great character, and he's mastered it, but... But there's, a, there's some places it doesn't fit, and it doesn't it didn't fit here. In a holiday movie, I no. would agree. Yeah. yeah. And you, it's kind of, you're wondering who this movie's supposed to be for, because clearly it's Vince Vaughn's supposed to kind of be for adults, but at some point level, it's also definitely for children. It's a really confusing mm. movie. Yeah. I think that movie is for the love of money because that's probably the only reason <laughs> you get it. That's just that is that's what it's for. Yeah. Yeah. So no. That's the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> Getting money. Should we give it to the poor kids or our family? Stop! Fuck it. It's for us. Let's give it to Vince Vaughn. Yeah. So give can it make it to a Vince shitty Vaughn. Movie. <laughs> Vince Stratton. Mm. Fucking Vince Vaughn. Grew up in like forest. That is my choice. Mm. Fred Claus. Right. It's not good. What's your uh, least favorite Christmas movie? Oh, God. Least, I, I, you know, I like to bundle them up in the uh, Santa Claus parts 1, 2, and 3. Um, Even 1? One? One well, one's okay. not, yeah, 1's okay. You're right. 1's okay. I, 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 can, I can deal with 1. I think 2 and 3, really, I would, I would love to, you know, put on a road and, and kill it. <laughs> yeah. Truck. I don't think you can kill it. No matter how many times you try, it keeps coming back. But the fact that it came back so many years later, like, it's not always going to be this family. one thing. And yeah, then it was yeah. Like, Here they are again for no reason. It was before sequels were really even that big, so I don't yeah. know why. Right. And that right. movie kind of makes me on the fence with, uh, who's the guy who plays Jack Frost? Martin, Martin Short. Oh, Martin, Martin Short, yeah. Because it's like he's a really talented, funny guy. But at the same time, he's just so hammy and everything, and he always smiles. He's always like, yeah, yeah, I'm funny, right? Yeah. And it's like the golden rule of comedy is you're you're supposed to be serious when you're doing your comedy. You're not supposed to come off like, hey, I know I'm doing comedy. Yeah. And he totally comes off right. that way. Yeah, no, no. I think that's, uh, again, you, you know, uh, you're given, the, you work with the material you're given. Yeah. I think Martin Short, uh, there have been many movies that he's been in where I go, oh my God, that's unforgettable. Yeah. Um, you know, but again, you know, you get something, you look at a script and you go, God, this is awful, but they're paying me $11 million. I'll make this work. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it just yeah. kind of happens. <laughs> so. There's every aspect of those movies. Just well, in the, the plot, I mean, the plot line's thin. You know, the I mean, the the, the whole like build up even to the to the climax is just you, you know again it it loses its luster. I want to say, ten minutes into the film, yeah, <laughs> maybe by the opening credits. I don't know. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't seen these movies in quite a long time because I saw them once and then I tried to kill myself. It was a whole thing. Yeah. Okay. But um. In the second one, isn't the plot something like there's like an evil plastic Santa trying to take over the North Pole and he's like trying yes. to get married to Juliet from Lost? Isn't that the plot of the second I've one? I've tried to block that out. Yeah. The second one, there's a plastic uh, Tim Allen Jesus. that is right. trying to take over, I guess, Christmas. As opposed to robotic. Right? As opposed <laughs> to robotic. Because yes. It makes sense. Fun Definitely. fact, 
Tim Allen's real name is Tim Dick. Is that really? actually a fact? I swear to God. That's a well, fact. Well, like, all, I know, changed it, yeah. Yeah. all I know about him is that he was arrested for dealing coke. Yeah, yeah and for the rest of his life he had to do family programming to make up for it. Really? <laughs> probably. <laughs> That's probably what it was. <laughs> it's probably it's what a his, choice. <laughs> it's a choice. What his penance was. You're going to have to make shitty movies. <laughs> Here you go. Do the Santa Claus 2 and 3. Right. By the way, we're going to throw in a movie where you turn into a dog. Have fun. Oh, God. I forgot oh. about the thing. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to bring that back. And now he does, I like, Michigan commercials or Milwaukee he or does the He does the PureMichigan.org commercials yeah. for radio. He does. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And he has that sitcom now that's almost exactly like his old sitcom. Yes. Except not quite as good. <laughs> I I, wow. I haven't watched it yet, I'm afraid. I'm afraid that all of a sudden I'm going to turn it on and it's going to be like, Tool Time! And I'm going to be like, wait, I've seen this it's 10, like, 15 why, years ago. It's <laughs> yeah. It's almost exactly the same. You're the same person. <laughs> <laughs> but your wife is different. And you have different children. And there's no L. So all mm -hmm. I'm thinking is this drive and... Um, home Improvement picked up and have, has a new secret family. Right. What did he do before that? Are they alive still? Probably not. He killed them all. He's a serial killer. That's you what never he does. Know. He moves on. It's vicious. That's what he does. He's a tool man. He just, he just, his wife OD'd on all his coke and then that was it. We're really doing a good job making this very festive and <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> I gotta say, the, ooh, there's gotta be like two Christmas movies that are the worst. One actually stars Tim Allen. Yeah. And it's called Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, yes. See, I did not see Christmas with the Cranks on purpose. I did not see that. I haven't seen that movie either, and I don't want to. As a matter of fact, I don't even remember any of it or the plot. It just kind of faded my memory. But you just remember it as an experience that you never want to remember again? Kind of. <laughs> and then there was Deck the Halls with Matthew Broderick and uh, Danny DeVito. Oh my god, I and, forgot about that movie. Yes. The neighbor with the bright lights or whatever, right? Yes! yes. Oh, that's what that movie is! That's crazy. Oh, I wow. about that. Yes. Yeah. The, whole, the whole plot of the movie is one guy wants to top another neighbor's uh, uh, backyard it's with the amount of, yeah. of, of lights that he has. And it wasn't even about that. It was because that uh, Matthew Broderick's kind of like this uptight, uh, sort of suburban dad. And uh, Danny DeVito is kind of this real laid-back, easy-going guy, but he's real annoying, and he loves attention, and he puts up these big lights that you know, uh, just completely annoy and uh, Matthew yeah. Broderick. Yeah. yeah. And through that, some craziness happens, and they... <laughs> Wacky shenanigans? Yes, and then they just go and try to top each other, and Matthew Broderick now wants to... Show off Danny DeVito with more lights, and so then his house can be seen from space. Danny DeVito, that is. They even have it in the trailer, and it's so much fun and Christmassy. And do they learn a Christmas lesson? Yeah, so they all should be, <laughs> you know, that they all should be neighbors and friendly to one another, and they become friends in the end. Because I mean, what do you think the ending was going to be? He murders him. Well. Um, <laughs> That'd be more interesting. Usually what would happen is one would one one neighbor would just end up moving away. Yeah, it's yeah. like, all right, well, this isn't worth it at all. We'll right. just, mm -hmm. you know, move. That would be a much better ending. Right. No, or but they or up... you would call the police and say, hey, light pollution. Right, yeah. right. But you don't. Disturbing the peace. Yes. But you don't. And he has music blasting, too, in the middle of the night. And somehow the rest of the neighbors don't seem to mind in the film. 
Just right. Matthew really? Broderick. Just Matthew yeah. Broderick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, in my neighborhood, they were down cops stalled on you right away. Yeah. <laughs> or in any neighborhood anywhere ever. Probably. Yeah. Except for the one that I live in currently, but that's a different story. <laughs> Yes, and, and, but of course you need to have that Christmas theme in the end. They have to get along, and everything's alright. Yeah, but I think the problem yeah. with these horrible, awful movies is that they try and put this Christmas theme in, or this, like, Christmas spirit, or we should love everybody. And the problem is, is that it gets lost along the way, so they just go, Alright, fuck it, we're just gonna try and put together just 20 25 minutes, minutes of yeah. shit. Yeah. And it's just like... The filler. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and know? the thing is, when you see these people, like, in their... So you're like, oh, you're so irritated about the holidays, and you're so angry about Christmas, and they always overdo it to the point where the protagonists are so unlikable that you don't want them to succeed or learn anything. Mm -hmm. You kind of just want them to fail. Exactly. And this brings me to my final and best of the worst... Oh, God. And this oh, brings geez. me... And this brings me to my final film that is the worst holiday movie ever. Jingle all the way! <laughs> no, Michael, please get it out! Get it out of here! You have to go see my favorite film, my holiday classic, Jingle all the way! Oh my god. <laughs> Watch Conan O'Brien, you know what I'm talking about. Oh. Those are great clips. Uh, um, but movie. yes, this movie defines everything and I mean everything that has someone be cynical about Christmas. It's it, almost hilarious how yes. dark this movie is. Like, this movie is so, so... It baffles me that anybody can find a positive message from this movie. Because everyone in it, from store clerks to obviously Arnold, the wife, the child, the neighbors, the people in the parade... The violent consumers, yeah. <laughs> everybody in the entire movie is Horrible human beings. Yes, they are all terrible people. This movie is just about consumerism. No it's doubt. about Christmas isn't about love and family and all that. It's about getting your kid that fucking Turbo Man doll. Get a PlayStation 3. Punch someone in the head. Mace them. <laughs> eat them. Who cares? It's Black like, Friday. It's every shallow and surface lesson we try to teach our children about Christmas. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Look at the house we're in. Look how big my tree is. How big is your tree? Nah. Does that light make a difference, Jeremy? Uh, kind of. Alright, turn off the cameras, you bastard. This is sadly enough. This movie was so terrible. Actually, I'm not going to go there. I'm going to say, this was Phil Hartman's last film, unfortunately, before he passed away. And God, what a horrible way to leave his legacy. Yeah. This movie is so bad, Sinbad disappeared after this. What <laughs> happened to him? Like, he's, he's still alive. Yeah, I guess. He exists around. Like, you'll see him on Always Sunny or something like that, like, in one episode, but that's about it. <laughs> this movie just... Oh, and of course, let's not forget young Anakin Skywalker, a.k.a. Jake Lloyd, is in this. And if you've seen him in any recent interview, boy, you, you, your heart goes out to him. He went through hell after Star Wars. His words. I went through hell because of school after episode one. And I'm guessing this movie just had helped but caused nothing but damage to the careers of everyone. We have to watch this film. <laughs> This movie, it really does baffle me that every single character in the movie, not just the protagonists, not just the antagonist, but even like side characters, like the store clerks that Arnold meets or that the people in the parade, 
everyone is really horrible, horrible. Not even just like a bad person, a horrible person. Yeah. Are you talking about that store clerk when he's like, you have the tour, he was on SNL, I think his Chris name was Parnell. Chris Parnell, yeah. yeah. Chris Parnell, yeah. And he's like, he wants a tour band though. <laughs> you know, I'm talking about him, I'm talking about Jim Belushi, I'm yeah. talking about That's right. Sinbad, I'm talking about um, Phil Hartman, I'm talking about those guys that put him in the turbo suit, I'm talking about... Oh god, who else am I talking about? Other parents in line. I'm talking about literally everybody in the movie. Even god. wait, it's what incredible. about his kid? His kid's even terrible in it. Well his kid is just No, remember when he yells at him on the phone because he yeah, didn't because... think he got him the doll? He's like no, he... You never did. No, no he it's... didn't he didn't even think about the doll. He was about how like He didn't show his... up to soccer practice. No, no, or... it was about he, he was saying, Jamie, can you get your mother? I need to talk to her. Yeah. And she, he just saying, oh, Turbo Man says this and that and that. And then finally, you know, Arnold snaps. Like, sometimes she wouldn't be like, Jamie, I don't care about Turbo Man right now. Go get your mother. I need to talk to her. And then he does, and that's not, it's kind of an acceptable reaction. I mean, he probably yeah. shouldn't have yelled, but. The only believable moment <laughs> in that movie. The only moment where you're like, yeah, I would have done that. I, I mean, he probably shouldn't have yelled at his child, but the kid was not you know, listening and not being very, and then they played off as this whole moment like, you're a terrible father and you never keep your promises, I hate you, ah. How many times do those moments happen in real life though? Those are all the time I moments. Mean, yeah. You know, parents get, parents get frustrated with their kids all the time, you know, and kids get frustrated with their parents all the time. I think Mike's right, that's probably the only moment in that movie where it's like, yeah, I can believe that. But the way yeah. they play it off, they act like he's the worst father in the history of time. Yeah, for they right. right. It's like seconds <laughs> after that, it's like, how could he yell at his child like that? It's like, because he's being an idiot! Right. Or, and this doesn't happen. People get frustrated with each other, and it's sad, but... I hate it when my son does that. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was awkward. Wow. Alright. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's a confusing film. It's... They're trying to give a positive message about, oh, the toys don't matter, the family matters, yeah. but it, they don't remotely no. get there. It's the wrong message. <laughs> it is clearly the wrong message, and it's the wrong message from the beginning of the movie all the way to the end of the movie, and they try and salvage it, but the truth is, even at the end of the movie, you know, the message was, oh my god, my dad was Iron Man, or, yeah. or Turbo, Turbo Man, or whatever his thing. name is. My dad you know? literally it's flew around like... in a jetpack and was a superhero. Right, which yeah. is why I love him now. Yes. You know, as opposed to him, like, you know, giving me unconditional love, which is a good reason to love him. No, it's no. because he was Turbo Man, so now I love him again. Yeah. And somehow the police aren't even concerned or do anything that a child is hanging by a fake Christmas tree on top of a building about to be plunged to death while some man is trying to grab him to get a doll, a.k.a. Sinbad. It's true. They would be, they would be right here up there. Yeah, yeah they would. <laughs> yeah, the, like, the, I want to see the real version of that movie, like, when they think, uh, the the package is not a bomb. They tear it and they do the whole gag, like, "Oh, it actually was a bomb, but there's just black smoke in everyone's face." And one <laughs> oh, of the yeah. cadets says to the main cop, "Oh, oh, you you said you were on the bomb force for how many years?" Wah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and they literally yeah. play that kind of music too. Right. It's it still blows like my mind. Mousing. Yeah. It still blows my mind that there's a working jetpack for a um, children's parade. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it it seems like it did spend 
It's money and, well spent. And why wouldn't you? And why wouldn't you give it to just an amateur off the street just because he has big muscles and is a good physique? You yeah, know, it's definitely. Like, he's obviously yeah. I love giving million dollar equipment to you know complete strangers that have no experience with it because it works out well. yeah, you know. Clearly, it worked out well. He only destroyed several buildings. I mean, in the end, really, he was alive. So what else? Yeah. Do? <laughs> right. Again, individualistic, consumerism, great movie, good messages. Yeah, you just imagine when, when Jake was holding on to that tree, it was Griff fell and he just plunged to his death in the movie ended. That would be an interesting answer to film. Yeah. I feel like they wouldn't have ended it like that. No, they wouldn't. Oh, and if you watch this DVD, you get to see the alternate ending. To what is it. the alternate ending? No, uh, what the alternate ending is, it's Christmas night, you know, they're all happy. And then uh, Tom oh. Hanks' wife says to uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, so, um, man with clear Austrian name that has American name. <laughs> Howard? Yeah. <laughs> Howard. Right. Since you went all that way for Jamie to get me something for to get to get him something for Christmas, what did you get me? Arnold turns to the camera, they break the fourth wall, and he's like, ah, he's just going, do 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 by the way, that's not an alternate black. ending. Um, so I had the VHS of this when I was a kid. That, no, that was the VHS of this when I was a kid. That's that's the scene that played post credits. Oh, so, they just put it in before. So it's the not an alternate credits. ending. No, it's, it's not an just... alternate ending. It's a tag. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> that's really really. So, so in other words, it's like let's see how we can get even worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's add the wife I'll being shallow. Yeah. Yeah, it was actually better than the the original way they had it, where they're just carrying him in the parade, and Jake was going, "That's my dad," <laughs> and then it just fades down, and it has the cheesiest "Merry Christmas" I ever heard. When he's handing Jake Lloyd the doll, he's like, Merry Christmas, <laughs> It is kind of weird that they never once comment on the fact that Arnold is incredibly Austrian. Like they never in once... every movie, Howard, oh. Hank. But you know, like, I, you know, I throw a, a way line about how, like, about immigration or something, or something. Yeah. It right. just seems really odd, because he's this Austrian action star. Right. At being a suburban dad, it's weird casting. <laughs> yeah, it really doesn't work. <laughs> and the funniest thing is, I know someone, I heard some story from a teacher of mine in film school of how this movie got made, and apparently how it was made was uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger wanted to do a kid's film. And someone, uh, someone, this this woman's job was to find the script, so she found Jingle all the way, she gave it to Arnold, and Arnold wanted to do it, and then it got made. Wow. Yeah. So basically it's just, he wanted to make this movie? He so, just wanted so, to make a kid's film. So Arnold Schwarzenegger is really a bad movie maker, is what the lesson is here. <laughs> well, so you know what, he was great. He did Terminator, which is amazing. Uh, that was James Cameron. Yeah, I know. Okay. But he did agree to, well, yeah, it's all James, you gotta thank James Cameron for that. That's one of his better movies, yeah. Yeah, that was be that was before he was king of the world. Yeah, you indeed know. it was. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and but, then there's a, no, uh, and then I think the sequel to Jingle All the Way was End wait, of Days. What? 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 Oh, I was. I thought you were. Yeah, I thought you were being serious, <laughs> and there was a sequel to Jingle All the Way, and I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" He no. is being serious. End of days. It is technically a is a sequel. <laughs> Jingle All the Way. Yes. No. You see, what happened is in, in the sequel to uh, Jingle All the Way, which is End of Days, where they decided to go on a much darker route, <laughs> is that Arnold's family was killed, and then years later we flash forward where 
he's this kind of down and out cop in New York City, and he has to stop Satan, you know, before uh, before New Year's, and the whole world goes into apocalypse. And it's really about his redemption of being able to be reconnected with his family in the afterlife after defeating Satan, sacrificing himself. It, it doesn't. Uh, that does, was the sequel to Jingle All the Way. Doesn't Sinbad have a supporting role in that as well? Yeah, he plays uh, Satan. Like after he comes, like not, not Gabriel Byrne Satan, but like after, um, like when you first see Satan, Satan's form. Right. Um, it was just Sinbad, and he did one of the stand-up routines, and then they just CGI'd it to make it like a big demon. <laughs> And the VO, all the growling and moaning, that's Sinbad as well. Yeah, that was him. That was him, like, uh, I think that was, uh, they found him in an alley, you know. Um, Paid him 20 bucks. Yeah, and he was. He just had some whiskey. He's like, and they're just like, hey, that's good. They just got a sound recorder and just recorded it. You know, yeah. got to cut corners somewhere. Yeah. Right? That's That That was the sequel to Jingle All the Way with End of Days. Uh, I don't think they ever made a trilogy, though. Yeah. They should. Right. Yeah. Jingle all the way trilogy. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking like I'm thinking like I don't know something like you know the afterlife. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. He runs into Phil Harmon's character. Yeah. Oh. He's like, hey Howard, how are you? Uh, how would we pull that off? Would he would he have a portal? See, <laughs> they made that two pack hologram. We can do anything. Yeah. Good yeah. Boy. You should do. Good boy. Could you could you imagine just like there's a concert. And then just Phil Hartman walks out and he does his uh, his Frank Sinatra on stage. Oh, <laughs> I would pay to see that. Mm-hmm. I would actually pay to see that. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, I would pay to see that. Okay, <laughs> right, folks. So let's check out Jingle All The Way. Go see it if you want to contemplate suicide. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Do, 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 everyone. Do, do. I think that's Amazing Grace. Yeah, that's not a Christmas song. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Let's go with a real Christmas song. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey! 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 Hey. Hey. All right. Merry Christmas, everyone.